The last thing we were discussing was the, the importance of shaking the lulav. We would shake the lulav, the, the first hodu, the last hodu of Mina Mitzar. We'd also shake it by Ana Hashem Hoshiana. And we mentioned the same way that the waving of the Shetei Alech and the two breads on Shavuot, it helps keep all the bad spirits away, the bad do away. The lulav does the same thing. Rav Ahaba Yaakov would mention that the shaking of the lulav should be like an arrow on the eye of the satan, and the Gemara said not a good idea to, to start off with the satan. And with that, we're starting Lamed Chet Amud Aleph, about six lines in by the Mishnah. Person is walking on the way, and he didn't have a lulav to be able to shake during Tefillah time. When he enters his house, he has to shake the lulav. And even if you're in the middle of a sa'udah, stop your sa'udah and shake the lulav. Lo natal shahid, if you didn't shake in the morning, you told ben arba'im, you could shake the lulav in the afternoon. Shekol ayom kashel lulav. You have the entire day to shake the lulav. And the Gemara starts, Amat notla al shulchano. We see in the Mishnah that you walk in and you shake the lulav. It sounds like you stop in the middle of your saudah to shake the lulav. Or minhu, and we learn Masechet Shabbat, if they started eating lunch, they don't stop to pray minha. So you see that you don't have to stop uh, what, uh, your saudah for mitzvah. So Amar Safa Lakasha Hadeikashut Bayom Hadelekashut Bayom depends if you have uh, enough time after the Saudah to shake the love or to pray, then okay, great. If you don't, then you do it right away. And Amarava, my kusha, what's the called the question? Dilma, you could also answer Hadeoraita Hadirabanan. Mincha is a derabanan, therefore you don't have to stop. Lulav is deoraita. Stop your meal and shake the love. Ela Amarava, let me explain to you how the question went, the, the back and forth. This is the question. When he walks into his house, he shakes the lulav even in the middle of the soda, Alma, and you understood them of six. So you stop for shaking of the lulav. But then you said in the Sef, he told Ben Abba, if you didn't shake it in the morning, shake it in the afternoon, Alma, Alma, Sikh. It sounds like you don't have to stop whatever you're doing to shake the lulav, you have time. And Amar of Safran here, Rav Safran said, "Lakasha had the ikashehut bayom, had the lekashehut bayom." It depends if you have time left in the day or not after that meal. And Amar Bizera, my kushia, what's called the question? Dilma mitzvah lafsuke. Maybe there's a mitzvah to stop your seuda, shake to love because you might come to forget later. Ve'ilo pasikin. If you didn't stop your meal, b'diavad you told ben arba'im shake in the afternoon. Why shekol ayom kasher lulav? So now Rabbi Zera is going to give his explanation to how the back and forth went. You have to go back and say the way we explained originally that the question of the Mishnah is from Tfilat Minha. Why Minha? We don't have to stop. Why do love? We do stop. And Rav, uh, Rav Safra explained it depends if you have time in the day or not. When you ask the question, you could say that the love is the right and that's why you have to stop. And, and the Minha is the Rabbanan. Hacha beyom tov sheni. You could always explain our Mishnah. We're talking about yom tov sheni. The Rabbanan askinan. We're only we're always talking about the Rabbanan, meaning shaking the lulav outside of the Beit Hamikdash area is only a mitzvah the Rabbanan. Midoraita, it's only the first day. After that's all the Rabbanan, and that could be, that can make total sense. We're talking about the Rabbanan over here. 
And now it makes total sense, the back and forth. On one hand, you tell me a derabanan, lulav, on the second day of the holiday, third day of the holiday, you stop. On the other hand, minha, which is also derabanan, you tell me don't stop. And dekanamid, you could for sure explain the Mishnah like that, because pay attention, midiktaneh, a person is coming from the from the highway, he's coming from uh, traveling and doesn't have lulav. Because if we're talking about the first day of the holiday, Yom Tov, Mishare, is it uh, allowed for someone to be traveling? You have an issue with Tehum. Rather, we we have to say that our Mishnah is talking about the Rabbanan, which is Hola Mo'ed. Next Mishnah. Mishaya Aved Oisha Okatan Makrin Oto. If a slave, a woman, or a young boy were reading the Halal for you, uh, and just repeat after them whatever they're saying, meaning they say Minha Metzar, you say Minha Metzar, they say Karatiya, you say Karatiya, etc. And that person should be cursed, either because you didn't learn how to read yourself, or the fact that you should be doing it by yourself and you're not even being Yotzed Chova with the real Shaliyah or someone who's Hayav in the Mitzvot. And if an adult uh, man who's Hayav in the Mitzvah is reading it for him, just repeat the words, Hallelujah, and you're good. And Rashi learns this from Masechet Sota, where by Kriyat Yamsuf, Moshe said, Ashir Lashem, everyone said, Ashir Lashem. He said, Ki they answered, Ashir Lashem, and so on. Makom Shinahagul Dichpol, any pasuk that you're supposed to double, like from Odecha Kiani Tani, that you're supposed to double, then Yichpol, then do it double. Live short, if you only say it once, you've short, say it once. Levarech, if there's a minhag to say bracha after Hadel, Yevarech, then say it, Hakol, Keminhag, Medina. Everything depends on the minhag of where you're at. Now Rashi explains the reason for the doubling of the psukim is because the entire minha mitzar is doubled in some in some cases even tripled. You have the hodud in the beginning and the end of that perek. You have yomana three times. You have karatiyah b'mehabiyah. So you have the double Hashem li Hashem li tov lachasod tov lachasod sevavuni sevavuni dahod dehitani and they have that double vahili lishua. Lili, Kolri na Vishwana, Yav Yishua, Vishwa, Yemin Hashem, Yemin Hashem, Lo Amut, Velamavit Lentanani, Pitholi Shar Tzedek, and then you have Zeh Shar. So you have all this doubling, and from Odecha Ki till the end of the Perek, you don't have doubling, so therefore we double it. And Tanura Banan, Be'emet Amru, the Gemara says, you know, this is going on Berkat Amazon. Really, Ben Mevarech Laviv, a young boy under the age of Bar Mitzvah who got the Chinuch level, he can make a Beracha for his father and be Motzi's father, Yedehova. And the same thing, Ve'ayved Mevarech Larabo, slave for his master. Ve'isha Mevarechet Leba'ala, a woman can make a Beracha for her husband, a person who has his children and his wife make a bracha for him, he should be cursed. And Rashi explains very simply, and that's where the curse comes in from. The Ran explains, even in a situation where the guy didn't eat enough and he's only the Rabbanan, or we're talking about the Eved is a Jew, or the, the, the boy is over 13, and they're both Teoraita still. Whenever there's no mitzvah of Zimun, when there's a Zimun, one person can say Berkat Amazon for everyone.
But when there's not enough Rezimuns, let's say only two people were eating, it's a mitzvah for everyone to say Berakat Amazon by themselves, and the fact that you have someone else saying the Berakha for you is the reason for the curse. Either because you didn't learn, or because uh, you didn't listen to Hachamim and split up and say your own Berakha. And there's a lot of big halachot that you could learn just from the order of Halel. And you could also understand a lot of halachot that the Nevi'im already were metaken for people who didn't know how to read. For example, Hu Omer Hallelujah, the Hazan says Hallelujah at the beginning, Vehen Omrim Hallelujah, and then they all answer Hallelujah after him. And from here we understand today that when the Shaliyah Tzibur starts as a mitzvah to say Hallelujah. And even though we all know how to say Hallelujah, to, to read Hallel, it's still a mitzvah to repeat just that Hallelujah. And Tosfot points out that the Gemara didn't mention what's the halacha or what's the order of the Beracha before Hallel, and it could be that everyone said it together, then they would stop. The Hazan would say Hallelujah, everyone would say Hallelujah, and continue. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Who Omer Hallelujah Avdeh Hashem vehen Omrim Hallelujah. He would say Hallelujah Avdeh Hashem. So again, it was Hallelujah. Then everyone said Hallelujah. He would say Hallelujah Avdeh Hashem. They all answer Hallelujah. Mikan and what what did we take out of that for today? Mikan Shim Hayag Gadol Makreoto. If an adult was reading it for you, Ane Aharav Hallelujah. All you have to do is say Hallelujah afterwards. And another halacha, who omer hodul Hashem, vehen omrin hodul Hashem. He would, the Hazan would say hodul Hashem. They would repeat after that. Mikan shemitzvah la'anot rashi prakim. Here we see that there's a mitzvah, not just hallelujah in the beginning, but whatever the beginning of each perek is, repeat after him that perek. So he says hodul Hashem. Everyone repeat after him hodul Hashem. And itmar nami was also said amar of Hanan balava. There's a mitzvah to just repeat the beginning of each perek. And again, mikan. What do you learn from all this? We learned the halacha. katan katan was reading the halal for you. You have to say after him every word he says, meaning he can't be mitziu the hava. Therefore, you have to repeat word for word. Who Omer Ana Hashem Atzlihana, Vehen Omri Ana Hashem Atzlihana, Mikana. We learned from that Minhag the fact that we're still keeping that Minhag that the Takana of the Nevim was Sheim Balichpol Kofel. If you want a double Pesukim like we do with Ana Hashem or Atzlihana or Shana, then you could double it. Who Omer Baruch Haba, and again the Hazan says Baruch Haba, Vehen Omrim Beshem Hashem, Mikan, what do we see from here? The fact that they don't have to repeat word for word. We learned that just by listening here, you'd say the Hova, that's, that was a Takana from the Nevi'im. So the idea would be, let's say a person of Allah Amida, and he hears the Hazan saying Kedusha, be quiet and listen, and you'd be, you'd say the Hova also. And all these halachot, now we led up to the next question. They asked If a person heard the hazan and just didn't repeat anything afterwards, is he yotzei the or not? He said to them that the hachamim, the teachers of children, these are the sofrim, the heads of the people, 
the darshanim, they all said, Shama velo ana yatsa. If a person heard and did not say anything afterwards, he's yotzei rehova. And Tosfot right away asks a question. In Masechet Berachot, we learned that if a person comes late, when should you start Amidah? If you can reach Modim with the Tzibur, Kedusha with the Tzibur, why don't you say, just start, stop where you are, and Shomer Ka'one? And Tosfot answers, maybe it's it's always better to actually say it with the Tzibur. So they're always trying to, maybe the Begman Berachot is trying to give you the better option. Itmar Nami was also said, Amara Bishim on Ben Pazi, Amara Bishar Ben Levi, Mishumbar Kapara, Minain La Shomea Kaone. How do we know that if you listen, it's as if you answer Dichtiv? It says in Melachim, King Yoshiao was a tzaddik king, and after 18 years of him being king, he sent Shafan the Sofer to the Beta Megdash. He wanted to meet Hilkiao the Kohen Gadol. And the, the, the king before Yoshia was Ahaz, he wasn't a good king, and he burnt all the Sifret Torah in the Beit HaMikdash. Hilkiyahu hid one underground. They took that one, the Shafan the Sofer, looked at it, read it. It was up to all the curses in Parashat Kitavo, and the king heard it. Then he sent it to Huldah Neviah to tell her what he heard, and she answered the following pasuk. It uh, it said it, I'll read the whole pasuk. Uh, it says Ko Amar Hashem Hineni Mevir Ra'ayel Amakom Azev Al Yoshevav. I'm bringing uh, a bad thing to the Shbeta Megdash and everyone who's there. Et Asher Kara whatever the Yoshiyah the king read. Now the Gemara asks Vechi Yoshiyah Keraan. Wait, was this uh, Yoshiyah the one who read it? Vahlo Shafan Keraan. The Shafan the Sofer is the one who read it. Tichdi Vayikreu Shafan Lifnei Hamelech. Shafan read in front of the king. Rather, from the fact that Yoshiao just listened to it, it counts as if he actually said it. That's where we learn it from. So the Gemara asks, wait a second, maybe after Shafan read it, Yoshiao read it, and you have no proof that Shomeakaone. So, it can't be because it says that the rest of the words of Huldad and Evi'ah. She said, "Ya'an roch levavcha v'tikana mipene Hashem b'shomacha." When you lowered yourself and you humbled yourself after everything you heard, dafka when you heard it and not when you said it, and that's the proof that shomea is kaone. And Amaraba lo lema inish baruch haba vehadar b'shem Hashem. When someone is hazan, this is a dikduk rule, be careful how you cut the, the sentences. Don't say Baruch Haba, split it, and then say Beshem Hashem. Rather, Ela Baruch Haba, Beshem Hashem, Bahadadeh. Say it all together without stopping. And Amale Rav Safra, Moshe, he called Gedola Dor, like Moshe Rabbeinu. Shapir Kamat, are you saying the right thing? Ela Hatam Behacha Sukem Miletahi. Rather, it's just uh, finishing a sentence. Baruch Haba, and everyone's uh, finishing what uh, the Hazan said. B'shem Hashem. Ve'litlan ba, there's no problem with stopping in the middle here. This one's not a big deal. And the same idea. Amarava, lo lema inish yeheshemeh raba ve'hadar mevarach. Don't say yeheshemeh raba, and then say mevarach. Ela yeheshemeh raba mevarach ba'hadadeh. Say it together without stopping. And Amarava, Rav Safra, Rav Safra told Raba, Moshe, kodum gedol ador, Shapir Kamat, are you saying the right thing? That you have to stop in the middle? One way or another. You're just finishing the, the, the sentence. 
and therefore there is not a problem with even stopping in between. And this reminds us of a Tosafot in the beginning of Masechet Berachot, Afgimel, the Perush of Yehoshemer Rabban Varach. It could either be Yehoshemer Rabba, Hashem's name should be complete, uh, because as long as there's Amalek, it'll never fully be full. And then there's another Perush, Yehoshemer Rabba Mevarach. It's one sentence that Hashem's name should be blessed. And either way, we see the importance of uh, cutting the words in the right place. The commas and periods are very important, can make a huge difference in what the meaning of the words are. And God forbid, we don't want to say uh, the wrong thing. Therefore, we have to be careful. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.